If you ask me what it felt like to be free, I tell you that all I had to do was close my eyes and get lost in your melody. You were something out of the ordinary, and yet you seemed so familiar. Time would be the only true testament to whether your closeness would be deemed as one of comfort or of pain. I was on cloud nine after getting that call from Black Quest. I mean, it was literally all I could think about. I didn't have much money in the bank, but I took what I had and I booked me a bus ride straight to Philly. There was no way in hell I would miss an opportunity to do a track with The Origin. I wanted to share the news with all my family and friends, screaming to the mountaintops, but I just didn't want to leave anything to chance. I needed all the good mojo I could, so staying silent about this opportunity was a no-brainer. It was the middle of the week and I left work early to prepare for a book signing event at a local bookstore. I was so thrilled about the event and after doing some big time social media promo, I was hoping to see at least 50 people there. When I arrived at Jojoba Bookstore, I couldn't help but get a little bit emotional. I saw all my promotional items in a cute little setup with my picture and name in big bold letters and it was just amazing. It took me a moment to really gather myself. I looked around and realized I was actually doing what I loved and this time, I felt so damn good about it. I took a deep breath and closed my eyes for a moment. I needed a second to just reflect and take it all in, all the good vibes I was feeling. I felt so free. Regardless of everything I'd gone through with Corey, Joe, Lamar, bill collectors, overdrawn accounts, disgruntled ass employees, man, none of that mattered. I was in my element doing what I was meant to do, and there's no better feeling. Hi, Kina. I'm Shay. Hello. I'm the manager of logistics here at Jehovah Bookstore. We've been talking via email and phone, yeah. and I must say, it is so great to finally meet you in person. Oh, yes, absolutely. Hi, Shay. It's nice to finally meet you as well. I am such a huge fan of your work. That's so dope. Thank you. Of course, of course. Well, as you know, Kina Tells All has been doing phenomenal at the store. Oh, wow. And it's a no-brainer that we had to get you in here for a book signing. I'm just so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> I am so excited for you. Oh, thank you. Okay, let me give you a rundown of how things will play out tonight before the event starts, okay? Okay. Well, everyone will be purchasing your book in advance mm -hmm. and then standing on the line for you to autograph it. Okay. You'll sit here by your Kina Tells All sign. And at the end of the night, you'll receive 70% of all sales here okay. tonight. Okay, that sounds good. There are people who have already purchased your book, so they'll just come in a little later mm -hmm. for a meet and greet to take some photos. Oh, that reminds me. Feel free to take pictures of anything you'd like tonight, okay? Okay, awesome. That sounds great. I'm so excited to meet everybody. This is just such a dope experience. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, thank you, Kina. Well, I'm going to head back to my office to finish up some things to make sure that tonight goes smoothly. But you let me know if you need me, okay? Okay, will do. Thank you. By the time 6.30 rolled around, I was in full-fledged author mode. People had started to come in and were purchasing the book, taking pictures, and even asking me questions. I honestly couldn't even believe that Kina Tells All resonated with so many people. These were people who had experienced similar situations. A lot of the people I talked to told me it was really refreshing to finally read a book where they could actually relate to the lives of the characters. That made my whole day. That's what this was all about. There was just so much love and positive energy in the room that night. 
I had that whole, I could do this for the rest of my life kind of vibe going on. I can't even begin to explain the rush it sent through me, signing autographs and taking pictures with my fans. I had fans, real ones. That shit was crazy. Everybody really showed up and showed out. I had well over the 50 people I expected, and it was just an incredible feeling. I felt like nothing could have made that night more special. Or so I thought. Just like in one of those cheesy-ass chick flicks, his ass walks in looking like a million bucks with flowers just for me. I swear, at that moment, I like fell in love. All over again. Lamar was standing there in front of me with those beautiful brown eyes acting like he was coming to get his girl back. So many emotions went through me when I saw him, but the one that remained, the one I couldn't shake, was that feeling of overwhelming joy. I could finally breathe again. I see you over there, Hollywood. Acting all brand new. Whatever, shut up. What are you doing here? I came to support my friend. What, I can't do that? Of course you can. I just didn't know we were still friends. You will always be my friend, Keenan. These are for you. Mmm, thank you. Oh, it's Keena today, not Matthews. Is this progress I hear? Something like that. <laughs> Keena, I just realized that life is too short for all the bullshit. You know, I overreacted about everything that went down, but it was unfair to you. I never made shit clear, and I should have. In my mind, you were always my girl. I didn't see what the big deal was about making it official. That is, until I watched you do it with someone else. Look, Sm Lamar, I can only imagine how you felt. I know how I would feel if the shoe was on the other foot. I would have been pissed, and I'm really sorry that shit went down like that. I just... Nah, I don't need an apology from you. You did what you thought you had to do. I didn't come here for that. I came to show my support to my good friend and to extend an olive branch. I don't want us to be mad at each other anymore. Good, because you owe me a movie night with your big head ass. I got you. <laughs> what you doing after this? I'll wait for you. We're just finishing up here, and then I'm good. I'm gonna have to put all that shit in your car, though. It's cool. You're lucky I just cleaned out my trunk. Otherwise, your ass would be riding on the roof. <laughs> anyway, let me grab my stuff. Give me a second. Yo, I swear, I felt like Ice Cube in the Today Was A Good Day video. Like, literally, everything was going my way, and shit hadn't gone my way in a long-ass time. I was taking it all in. Out of all the good things that happened to me lately, reconnecting with Lamar was definitely in the top three. He was so important to me, and even though I tried to front like I didn't give a fuck, the truth was, I did. He made me feel again. That's probably the main reason why I sabotaged this in the first place. I was afraid of what would happen if I just allowed myself to feel. Crazy, right? After the event ended, Lamar helped me get everything to his car. I had planned to take an Uber home, but since he was there, I could save my little coins. I was tired and just wanted to go lay down, but I knew that Lamar really wanted to hang out for a bit, so I agreed. We hadn't hung out in forever. A part of me was a bit nervous. Once we got everything into the car, he hugged me. I embraced him for a few seconds, but then I had to back up. I didn't want our emotions to get all tied up in this moment. I needed him to just chill for the night. I have way too much going on. I think he could sense my uneasiness about the hug. I mean, it wasn't our normal interaction, but hell, I didn't even know what our normal interaction felt like anymore. We had been out of touch for so long that that shit was all foreign to me. My bad. I just missed you. I miss touching mm -mm, you. Don't. Uh, I, I didn't mean it in that way. I mean, I just miss our closeness. I want that back. I want us back, Keena. Now is just not a great time, Lamar. Best friends, yes, absolutely. Anything more than that will complicate us right now. I just can't at this moment. I don't want to do that to us. We can't do that to us again. And we won't. 
It's different now. Different how, Lamar? Because I'm here telling you exactly what I want. I want my friend back, but I also want my friend to be my girlfriend, officially. <sighs> Lamar. I know, but I just don't want to waste any more time. I feel like we let months just slip away, and that shit ain't right. When two people really know, and know that they know, it shouldn't hold back. We've wasted so many years being afraid to say what we always wanted to say. When really, it's simple. You should be my girl. We should Lamar. be together. Yo, I, I've waited so long to hear you say that, but it's like bittersweet. Things are different now. I have tunnel vision. I know you're trying to do your thing. I respect that. You ain't got no bigger supporter than me. You know that. I just need a little time to digest all of this, and then we'll revisit it. I promise. Okay. Just don't have me waiting too long. Okay. I wanted everything that Lamar wanted, and I wanted it with Lamar, but I just couldn't say yes. It was way too soon to just jump back into something with him like we hadn't just had a huge falling out a few months ago. I know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, but I wanted to know that it was real and not just some side effect of him missing me and all his good loving. Besides, I still needed to figure this shit out with Joe. I mean, yes, I definitely had my needs, but not having sex might just keep things uncomplicated. And that's exactly what I was seeking. I wanted love and companionship, but I wanted to do it and keep my sanity. Those two things weren't always mutually exclusive, especially when sex got involved. After enjoying a great night with Lamar, I was really feeling like I needed to talk to Joe face to face. I needed to look him in the eyes to see where he really stood. I needed to feel in my heart that if I chose him, he would choose me. I needed to be sure. Sex is a powerful thing, but how could he ensure me that whenever temptation came his way, he would always choose me? So when Friday came, I was ready to be open and honest with Joe, let it all out and put it all on the table. Tomorrow was the big day, and I wasn't about to go to Philly with my head all in a daze. We had to figure this shit out today. Joe picked me up and we ended up at this nice little instructor-free paint and sip called Splat. Just paint, your canvas, and a bar full of whatever you felt like drinking to help you get your Picasso on. To further get you in the mood, they had hookah and some dope-ass music playing. It was definitely my kind of spot. Joe always knew where the dope spots were. But I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't exactly enjoy myself at first. I immediately thought about all the women who he probably fucked up in there, and I couldn't help but give him the side eye. Was this just a spot he brought all his little hoes to, you know, so that they think he's all cultured and shit? Why are you looking at me like that, Keenan? No reason. Just looking. Mm-hmm. I bet. Well, you look beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. So, what are you thinking about painting? Mm, I don't know. Whatever comes to mind. But once this drink hits me, I'm going to turn into Basquiat up in here. <laughs> I hear that. So I don't want to do the whole small talk thing. We both know why we're here. I just wanted to give you a chance to say what's on your mind. Can I be 100% transparent with you, Joe? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. I honestly don't know if I'm mature enough to even handle what you told me. I'll be the first to admit that. Like, when I walked in here, the only thing I kept thinking was, I wonder if Joe's fucked any of these women. That's not okay. I don't want to feel like that. Like, I have to size everyone up and second guess you. That's not a great feeling, and even though you're in recovery, and I respect that, there will always be a part of me that feels like you're sneaking and doing something, because that's essentially what you've always done. That's fair. I totally understand that. But you have to know that I'm actively trying, and recovery is not an overnight success story. Like I told you, 
I'll always be in recovery. And see, that's the hard part because there will never be a day where I can be completely worry-free about it. Like, there's always a potential for a relapse or whatever it's called, but I don't want to live my life like that. I want to be able to trust you with my heart. And even if we're just friends now, I don't want to put myself in that predicament where the lines get crossed and we end up falling for each other. And then not to mention the whole marriage thing. You say you're seeking a wife, but when you sabotage the marriage you almost had, who's to say that we go through all of this whole thing, fall in love and get married, and then you do the same shit to me that you did to her out of fear? I don't really have an answer for that because I don't own a crystal ball, Kina. I can't see the future, therefore I can't make any guarantees. But the difference now is that I'm in control of my situation and I know my triggers. I would never let that happen again. I've successfully had five years without a relapse and I'm very proud of that. I need you to have faith in the process, faith in me. That is, if furthering a relationship is something that you're open to. I'm open to the idea. I mean, you're an amazing guy. And honestly, this thing is more about me than it is you. Um, you sound so sure about it. And I have no doubt in my mind that you 100% believe what you're telling me. But I'm the one who has to doubt. I don't mean to come off as insensitive or make this about me or anything like that. I'm just saying. No, I totally get it. I'm glad you're being open about it. I appreciate your honesty. I just want us to continue allowing this friendship to flourish. And if we get to the point where we want to explore more, I just want to know that you'll give us a real shot. I wanted to. Joe was definitely something unique. To say I wasn't interested would be a lie. I wanted to see if things could really work with him. But I couldn't stop myself from thinking about the worst. I kept putting myself in his ex fiancés shoes. I can only imagine how she felt receiving a video of him fucking another woman. The night before their wedding? Shit, I don't even know why he's still alive because I would have killed that motherfucker. And that's exactly the reason why I was hesitant. Moments like that, that just popped into my head, making me almost have a wait until exhale moment? <laughs> I didn't need that kind of stress in my life. I'm really digging you, Keenan. Nothing would make me happier than to be able to give you that assurance that you're seeking. I want to be that man that loves you, takes care of you. The one that you trust and confide in. I don't want you second guessing me. I'm genuinely into you and I really see us becoming more than just friends. But I won't push it until I know that you're ready to receive it fully. Yeah, well, I just appreciate you being patient and giving me the time I really need to just deal with this. Um... I still need time, but I would love to continue our friendship. I just needed to talk to you and let you know how I was feeling. I don't want anything blocking my blessings and all these good vibes I'm feeling, and I don't want things to be weird between us. Of course. Plus, you have your big recording session tomorrow, so I understand the need to clear your mind. What? I stopped dead in my tracks when he mentioned my recording session. I hadn't shared that information with anyone, not even Raven, and I told her ass everything. How did y'all know about that? Your recording session tomorrow? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but how do you know about it? I didn't tell anybody that. I got a call the other day from my boy Steve. He's the owner of the Coco Lounge. He told me that the dude from the Origins was there the night we went and was asking about you. Steve saw we were together, asked for your info, and told me that the dude would probably reach out because he was looking for a poet to record with on Saturday. So I figured he probably called you. You're amazing. Why wouldn't he? Oh, wow. Are you serious? You're the reason Black Quest got in touch with me? No, Kina. You're the reason. Like I said, you're amazing. I just gave out the info. I, I don't even know what to say, Joe. Like, <laughs> thank you so much. That's so dope. Why didn't you say anything about it? Well, I didn't want it to be about me. 
I only played a small role. I'm just glad he got the info and reached out. That's all that matters. <laughs> Joe was everything. Anybody else would have jumped at the opportunity to say, look what I did for you. But not him. He was just so nonchalant about it. But the fact remains that if he hadn't given the owner my info, Black Quest might have never found me. So he got major points for that. He started smiling at me and I swear a piece of my heart melted right there on the canvas. Nobody had ever done something that big for me. Not that I saw him as a captain saver, but I could genuinely tell that he wanted me to win and that completely turned me on. I leaned into him and planted a small kiss on his lips. Nothing intense, but just enough for it to say what I needed it to say. I know I probably shouldn't have. I definitely didn't want to trigger him, but I just couldn't help myself. And luckily, he didn't refuse it. His lips were so soft and welcoming, but I pried myself away. I didn't want to start nothing I knew we couldn't finish. Mm, I've wanted to do that for a while now. So have I. I'm not sorry I did it. You shouldn't be. I enjoyed it. Good. I'll probably have to call my sponsor when I get home, though. But it's all good. <laughs> Joe and I finished painting and enjoyed the rest of the night chatting and listening to all the good music. It was definitely a night to remember, and man, listen. I couldn't stop smiling that entire night. I remember feeling like the world was mine and that everything in my life that had gone wrong was all going to work out for the better. I could just feel it. Tomorrow, I was going to get the opportunity of a lifetime recording with Black Quest and The Origin, and it was going to change my life forever. I was ready to receive all of it. As we were leaving, I noticed that my phone kept vibrating. I pulled it out of my pocket and saw that my brother was calling. In fact, I had already missed two phone calls from him. I hadn't heard from him in like months. I wondered what he wanted. I had plans on just sending him the voicemail, but something told me just to pick up. Sorry, this, this is my brother. I got to take this. Okay. No problem. Hey, Travis. I'm kind of busy at the moment. What's up? Tina, where are you? He didn't sound right. He sounded frantic and scared, and that was definitely nothing like my brother Travis. He was known to play a practical joke every once in a while, but this didn't feel like a joke. A part of me started to panic, too. Was everything okay? I'm out. Why? What's wrong? You need to get home right now. Mom just got rushed to the hospital. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Past Due was created and executive produced by Experience J. Music and sound design by Experience J, Leo Zaruki, Daniel Cade, and Martin Klim. Podcast intro produced by Jonathan Gaither. Add voiceover by Mercedes Lewis of My Promo Voice. Past Due was written by Experience J, starring Experience J, with an ensemble cast played by Imani Whiteherd, Jada Warlock, Hubert Williams, and Eli Harris. Musical artists featured on this episode include Spring Gang, Ashton Turr, Catnip, Nene, Ed Mills, and Velveteen. <laughs>